The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Hi, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom, and you're listening to W. BCA 102.9 FM. The name of this program, this hour, is called Observation from the Trenches. That's right. Observation from the Trenches. I'm just speaking about things I've been seeing out here in the trenches over the last 22 years, working with families, doing direct mental health services, and seeing the plight of many of my folks. Although this hour is aimed primarily at American-born blacks, or ADOs, as I prefer to be called, which stands for American Descent of Slavery. And until we create our own definition that distinguishes us from Caribbean blacks or Africans or other groups, I'm going to refer to us as ADOs, because I want the audience to know who I'm speaking to. Again, I begrudge no group. I'm not against no group. I have no axe to grind against no group. But nobody's worse off in America in 2023 and ADOs, American-born blacks. And you would think, with all the things that we have went through, Civil Rights Act of 64, and also affirmative action, that our group would be one of the most wealthiest group here. Because why? These ordinances came into existence because of our people's struggle and our fight to address slavery and Jim Crow. But it has failed to produce anything tangible that, that has Uplifts the group. So today I want to speak to my group. And again, I begrudge no group. I'm not against any group. But nobody needs more uh, the attention than ADOs. And my topic today right, is ADOs. Politics is not an option anymore for us. Again, I repeat, politics is not an option anymore for us. And the reason why I come to that conclusion Think about politicians as a whole. We seem to like those who lie to us. They say the same thing every time they're running. We must educate our children. We need education for our kids. It's the way out of poverty. I'm going to make sure everybody gets a job. We need employment, right? We need affordable housing, right? All those adjectives. It's commonplace. But at the end of the day, Ados, how well are kids being educated in BPS, Boston Public School? How well are they? How well are they being prepared to be out here in the marketplace? Come on now, be honest now. How well are we being shared with the uh, high-income jobs, like the trades, you know, or city contracts, state contracts, federal contracts, even private contracts. How well are we being shared? Be, we being shared with that? Not well at all. We determine now affordable housing. Affordable housing. How well has, has that worked for us? In the city of Boston, we have the highest percentage of renters. The highest percentage of our people are renters. But we hear the same rhetoric 
all the time, whether Adol's politician, Caribbean politician, African politician, Asian politician, Caucasian, it's the same rhetoric. We got to educate our children. Job for everybody. Right? Affordable housing for everybody. And I just come to believe that we just love being lied to. We love symbolism. We love symbolism. MLK Boulevard. All right? Jim Brace, just now down there on the comments with uh, Dr. Keene's wife. Symbolism. Okay? It does nothing to elevate or address the racial wealth gap. It does nothing to address the, the income gap, homeownership gap, health gap. All this symbolism does nothing to uplift the group. And Dr. King was murdered for group collective uplift. But it appears to me, I might be wrong, but I sure doubt it, that we should have should, should never walked down this road where politics was our number one option. And the reason being, I come, I come to this conclusion. Think about numbers. In all these chambers across this, this, this city, this country, right, you've got, what, mostly white politicians there. So you can't get anything passed because of the numbers. That being said, think about, you know, uh, there's no groundswell from us, right, putting pressure on these, on, on these politicians. And think about the apathy that is set in because people have not seen anything tangible that made their life better, despite the Dr. King and I was saying, we need to be at the table. I believe we should have never walked down the road with politics as our number one option. We should have been requiring or demanding to be seen as a nation. The reason why I say that, Native Americans are written into the federal budget. They get every year billions of dollars, billions of dollars allocated just, to, just for them. No other group, no other group, right, can receive any of those proceeds. They have, right, a director who has, has a, a cabinet for, for, for Indian affairs because they are viewed as a nation. We, on the other hand, chose to be what? Citizen and to fight for equality. If you think about why that was not a real Putin idea, if the relationship was built on 247 years of slavery from 1619 to 1865, also you want folks who've been uh, conditioned, indoctrinated, groomed, and socialized to see you as nothing but to benefit them. But now you want to see, you want them to treat you as citizen, right? And they want you, they want, you want them to be equal. You want to be equal to them. Now think about, right, if we were coming out of, out, out, out of that same dark period today, would we have chose that path? I don't think so. If we had came out of that dark period, right, by the grace of God, we're still standing in 1865, if they say, okay, well, what do you all want? I doubt anybody would have said we want to be citizen or equality, given what the foundation of our relationship is built on. Hate, contempt, and disdain.
all exploitation for the benefit of the, of the community. And we have been trying to use politics the last 150 plus years, right, to achieve and be treated as full less citizen. I contend it was a bad path to walk down. I'm not saying by leaving America, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not advocating that you leave, you know, but I am advocating, right? We need to come to a realization that politics is not an option for us anymore. Nobody fights for us. Nobody mentions our name alone. We're not a standalone. And keep in mind, our grievance, right, was, was, was legitimate. It was never, ever, ever addressed. Whereby we could, A, have parity or be made whole. Never. And the, the, Supreme, the Supreme Court gutted two of the most essential components of affirmative action, which was set aside in quota. Once it gutted that and said you could not use race as a means to address past injustices, but you, use, but you could use, you know, inclusion and diversity, game's over. That means anybody and everybody, right, could come under these ordinances that our folks got out there, bled, died, and sweated for. And I contend that, A, it's time for us just to come to this, this realization. And coming to a, a, a reality doesn't mean gloom, doom, negative, being a pessimist. You say, hey, we chose to go the wrong way. We chose to go, go the wrong way. And what Dr. King was murdered for was to be viewed, viewed and treated as full-fledged citizen never was going to come to pass. We have been fighting, if you think about it, the spirit of white supremacy racism for 150 plus years, since 1865 and now over 150 plus years. If we was going to be deemed worthy and to be included, I think we'd have gotten it by now. I think we would have gotten it by now. Don't you? I think so. And so it's time for us to realize that as a community who's given the most and always got back the least, there's a community who fought in every war America ever had, and it's a community who's been the most loyal and devoted to America. It's time for us, right, to change our direction and understand the most important, important asset we have is our labor. The most important asset you have, I have, is our labor. America is still a country based in what? Capitalism. Capitalism. The federal government made sure we, we'd have no capital. We got locked out. So all you have right now, right, is labor. Capital chases labor to produce what? Goods and services. So if I want to be highly compensated, I must, I must invest in my skills. I must have high income skills. And I speak from experience of why I was down there 30 years ago making my 30 grand. Like many of you are today, I was down there. And so the reason my life changed, I had to go back and reinvent myself and say, if I want a better life for my daughter and my wife, I must upgrade my skills. Because politics has failed us. And having more inclusion or diversity with Adol's politician or Caribbean politician or uh, Asian politician, Africans, 
you know, does nothing for the group. He has done nothing for the group. Never had, never will. Because why? It still comes down to what numbers. In all these chambers, be on city, state, or federal level, who's mostly there? Caucasians. Caucasians. So again, no matter how good your, 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 your cause might be, in our system of democracy, if you can't get the numbers right, you cannot get a, a bill passed. So I just concluded, right, because now we can, you know, critique Dr. King, Malcolm, Black Panther, all these folks, we can, we can critique them. We can see them on YouTube, hear them in their own words. And although all of them might, was on the right point, was on, was on the right path, but the strategy they used to elevate our position, I believe is wrong. I would have never, ever, ever chose politics given that the relationship is founded on 247 years of the worst treatment anybody has dealt with in this country. And it was sanctioned and authorized and okayed by the federal government on all levels. I've said many times, people will do what government allows them to do. People will do what the government allows them to do. Who allowed? The federal government. You allowed this contempt, this hate. You allowed it. On the state level, city level, churches, corporations, you allowed this here. So that being the case, if we was blessed, we standing in 1865 alive, you know, battered but alive, why would we ever choose to try to be citizens of these people? I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying. Why? Or to try to choose equality. Why would we ever choose those two strategies, given that the relationship is built on contempt, hate, and disdain for us? So it's time for our group, Ados, to understand ain't about surrender, ain't about gloom and doom, ain't about being negative, being a pessimist. You can put all you want to. But nothing has been tangible coming back for us. Nothing. And now, our Ados politician won't even mention our name as a standalone. None of them will. And our grievance was never, ever adjudicated, never, ever dealt with. So again, we now people of color. We people of color. Come on now. I'm not an immigrant. Our lineage is not their lineage. Culture, not theirs. What brought them here to America did not bring us here. Our struggle been 400 plus years. They just got here. All the folks at that border. We got nothing in common. We had nothing in common with these people. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Our government did not make them impoverished. The reason why they destituted, broke, had to do with us. Nothing. And so, when a person says you are American, all it means that you are a citizen. That's all it means. We are American. Yeah, yeah, we are citizens. That's all it means. It ends there. There's nothing that's in common we have. Food, right? Clothing, music, the whole nine yards. Different. Different. And nobody's been sold this here bill of good more so than us. Nobody. And nobody's gotten the least more than us. So I say to you, right, it's time to understand in America, 
It runs on capitalism, capitalism. You got your labor. That's your most prized possession is your labor. Because capital still needs to chase labor to get things done. So if you want a great share in that capital, you must, you must be highly skilled. Because politics is not, is not the answer. It never was. And it never was. You know, Nubian Square. What do we own down there that can hire thousands of black people? What, what, do, we, what do we own down there that can do that? Nothing. Nothing. And our country still runs on what you own and control. What you own and control. So all these things, you know, MLK Boulevard, symbolism. Newman Square, symbolism, right? The embrace, symbolism. Not to disparage, right? Not to demean, uh, you know, the importance of it. But it's, it's, it's symbolism. It's done nothing, will do nothing to uplift the group. Will do nothing to address the racial wealth gap or the income gap or home, or home, or home ownership gap. Nothing. And we should get out of symbolism. So today, my topic to my group, Adolf, politics, not an option anymore for us. Not an option. Not an option. And Dr. King, before he died, and this is, you can also uh, see him in his own words, he said, it didn't cost the government anything for us to get to ride the boat, to the counter, you know, ride the bus. He said it would cost the government billions of dollars, billions of dollars to create, to, to address slums and ghettos and poor education. Voting does not pay your mortgage, your car note, or allow you to send your kids to the school of your choice, or allow you to live where you want to live at. All we've been sold in the last 30 years, right, is voting. The big word now is voter suppression. They are suppressing the vote. Well, I would con conclude that was a bad strategy. What has been suppressed is wealth. Wealth. We have no wealth. We have no wealth. There's no inheritance that was passed down from your parents to, to, to me or from our parents to, to our parents. There's no wealth. And so, again, we always started where? On the bottom. That's why economists said, has said, you kind of said, by 2053, Adels will be a permanent, permanent underclass with no wealth. And I contend, huh, for most of the group, we're already there. I'm out in the trenches, baby. In the trenches. Why the show is called Observation Trenches. Most people are already there. And in fact, most could not stay in Boston right now without being subsidized. Without being subsidized. This whole uh, gimmick about, you know, affordable housing, for you to get some, some low-cost units, you know, in these developments, you know, apartments do not appreciate. There's no equity there. You can't transfer them to the next generation. You can't sell them. You've got you a low-income unit in that project or that, or that development. But it's, 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 it's sold as what? Affordable housing. Can't do nothing with it. And what it does is make you what I call a lifelong squatter. That's not transferable 
to the next generation. So I'm saying to those who hear my voice, you better understand, politics ain't going to cut it, baby. Ain't going to cut it. We, we went the wrong road. We went, went the wrong way. We've gone the wrong way. You need to be about upgrading your skills. And you know and I know, Boston Public School is the failure. You know that. Because any black of means and the where, where, wherewithal, his kid ain't in there. His kid's not inside BPS. They long gone. So you're not going to get your kid where you want them to be by going to that school system. Everybody know it's dead. And what gets me about so-called elite blacks, they won't say, hey, we can't do no worse. We demand to educate our own kids. We can't do no worse. But no, all always with the lies. We got to educate our children because they're the future. In every school year, come spring, after after MCAS, people start running. Why? The results are dismal. The results are dismal. And who's always on the bottom? Who's on the bottom? You got it. Hey, those children. So again, we just stop lying to ourselves. When you stop lying to yourself, right, you understand you, you have to do something different. You have to do something different. And it's not about being a pessimist, being negative. It is, it is what it is. You know, that option that we chose, you know, it's wrong. It's, it's wrong. Given the relationship and the history of that relationship. And so after 150, after 150 plus years of fighting, don't you think we'd be there by now? Don't you think we'd be accepted as a full-fledged citizen as King had dreamed and wanted us to be by now? If it was ever in their heart to do it, I think so. But why are we trying to still fight for something, right, that was never, ever achievable from the get-go? All I want for my group, Edos, have our share of wealth, city contracts, state contracts, private contracts, you know, the trades, high-income positions where you can be comfortable. Because until a group that comes up from the bottom that's going to fight for us only, you got to understand, it's just us. And we have been completely replaced by all these millions and millions of illegal individuals. They don't need you no more. Bottom line, it is what it is. So it's just it's coming to realize where you are. And if you don't realize that right, it's like you always, you know, chasing dreams or you just what, you know, complacent. And you just stay where you are. And you pass that complacency on down to your children. And they in turn replicate you. So if you want to be comfortable in America as I do, you must understand, you must, you must, you must invest in your skill set. And I do not mean going to college. There are many, many occupations, trades, technical that pay you one or two or three, six figure salary. You got those skill set. And our job is to identify with our passion and, and, and to be about getting those skills. We can demand top dollar for our service. Because politics 
It's over, baby. It's over. You can put all you want to. That's why I think so many of our people, right, are, you know, apathetic. When it comes to voting for the last 50 years, they don't see nothing tangible comes back here. Nothing tangible that uplift their life or make their life better. Nothing. So many of them, right, could not even tell you who their state rep is or the city council is. Because it don't mean nothing to them. Because it has, it has not done anything for them. Nothing. So it's time for us, I believe, you know, just come to just a different reality as I have. You know, I mean, America's a great country. America's a great country when you have sufficient wealth to be comfortable here. And when you don't, right, you struggle. And the first thing we need to come to realize, right, the politics from the get-go was the bad endeavor to ever embark upon. Here's what it is. So, you can vote all you want. But nothing tangible is going to come to us if you don't have policy specifically, specifically aimed at us. That word specificity, if it's not aimed at us only, it's not going to do anything for us. It's going to do nothing for us. And many will come, come disillusioned and stop participating because why? They don't see anything tangible coming back to make their life better. That's why Edo's politics, not an option for us. Not an option. You know, it ain't, ain't going to work for us. So I'm going to take a break here in a few minutes and come back and conclude my dialogue. But it's time for us, I believe, just understand what's not working. When you understand what's not working, then you have to sit there and think, okay, what must I do to make my life better? Because you still want to be comfortable. You still want to be comfortable in America. It is a great place to be. You got sufficient wealth. It is a great place to be. Trust me on that. When you don't, you struggle. And we've been struggling since, since, since the plantation. And it's time for us to, re- to recognize that it was not a good option. And uh, for those who are diehard die voters, I say, look, look at your results. Just look at it. What has that done for the group? How has that elevated the group? The folks down there in Georgia defeated Walker. Okay, I'm with that. But it's going to do nothing for the group. Nothing. Nothing for the group. Because America still runs on laws and policies. And if you don't have the numbers to get laws passed as your group only, it does nothing for the group. Nothing. And so you end up getting, like here in Boston, a free bus ride on the 28 and the 23. Free bus ride. But no wealth. And if you're not sharing any wealth, you know, you're going to always be a pauper. You're going to always be on the bottom. Always working jobs, paying 12, 50 bucks an hour. And you're just a Because you don't see any progress. Because America is a very expensive place to be. It's a very expensive place to be. We lack the skills to pay for this lifestyle to be here. Just struggle. So again, I'm going to take a break for a second, come back, and continue continue with my thoughts. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom, and you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. The name of my program for hours is called Observation from the Trenches. I've been out here 22 years. I'm just seeing what I see. And when, with the reasons I've been reading the last five or seven years, right, it didn't work. 
it never was going to work. And we don't need no more hope. Hope you can believe in. Remember that? From Obama? Hope you can believe in. How well that worked for us? How well? If you're not getting tangible policies aimed at your group only, all right, you ain't going nowhere. Right now, all these illegals are getting billion dollars, billion dollars spent on them to get them integrated. School, social services, food, etc. Tangible for them only. And all we get is hope. Hope. <coughs> Excuse me. That means nothing. So again, it is time for us to realize that if you ain't talking nothing tangible, you ain't saying nothing to us. And then lies the problem. <coughs> we allow folks to always come with these feel-good notions. Feel good, right? But it doesn't elevate our life. We wonder why a lot of our kids don't 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 want to be us. Who wanna be somebody who's always struggling? Who's always struggling? Why didn't the kid want to be us? I know I wouldn't. If the best you can do, always struggling, barely making it, I would not want to emulate you either. So it's time for us, right, just come to the realization that politics is not our solution, never was, went the wrong way. I'll be back. Don't go nowhere. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. I'm back. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. The name of the hour-long program is Observation of Trenches. Observation of Trenches. Again, I've been out here with 22 years doing direct mental health services in the community. I get to see firsthand, firsthand how a lot of folks are living. I get to also see policies that was enacted and how it affects folks down in the trenches. They ain't doing well, baby. They ain't doing well. So my dialogue or conversation for tonight is real simple. Ados, politics, not an option for us anymore. Never was. Never was. It's going to do nothing to elevate the group. Again, as a disclaimer, although my topic is to my group, Ados, I don't disparage any group. I'm not against black Caribbean, black Africans, Asians, Caucasians, I'm just no group. Nobody needs more attention than my group. All the research shows by economists that we now are a permanent underclass. That's right. So think about it. The group that built the wealth, the wealth that the country resides on is now a permanent underclass. 
Think about that. And if you think about it, since we've been here all this long time, we should be one of the most wealthiest group here if we didn't have to deal with what? White racism. We would be some, one of the most wealthiest group here. Because why? America was what? Up and coming. It was undeveloped. Undeveloped. We was here. You know? But we was locked out by sheer violence. It's like violence. And so now that we so called so called civilized, they're saying, but now play ball. Well you own everything. All the wealth and resources are controlled by who? The black community. It's just called like it is. You own all the wealth, all the resources, all the institutions are yours. All of the policies, regulations that undergird those institutions and, and, and the behavior. Written from written, written on what? Your worldview. What you think are right and wrong. So yes, you might have a few blacks in there. You know, Caribbeans in there, Africans in there. But all they're doing is just regurgitating what has already been written. There's nothing unique they're bringing to the table. Because they know if you do that right, then you'll be ostracized. You'll be outed. So that lifestyle you're living, you know you're making some good money now, you end up losing that. So diversity is one of the biggest con game going. It does nothing to transfer wealth. It does nothing to transfer wealth. So again, seeing Eidos in, 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 in the position of power, or Caribbean, or African, good for them, you know. They and they and their family, they and their family would do well. They'll do well. It's gonna do nothing, nothing to uplift the group. And again, I say, I disparage no group. I guess no group. But it's time for we, Eidos, again, I'm gonna use that term until we come with our own designation because we need to be distinguished us from Caribbean blacks and African blacks because other than black skin and we speak English, right? Our lineage not the same. Culture ain't the same. What brought them here is not what brought us here. Our struggle ain't the same. So we need to have our own designation that distinguishes us from these other groups. And we need to understand that nobody's coming here to save us. Never have, never will. That's not why they're here. They come here, as you see, at the side of the border. All those immigrants are coming here, right? Because of what? The bag. They're broke. You can call it they're escaping, you know, uh, violence, you know, gangs, et cetera, et cetera, right? But they're broke. They're not coming here to vote. Nope, nope, nope. They're not coming here for democracy. Nope, nope, nope. Or what? The decoration. You know, they're not coming for that. They're broke. They're broke. And broke folks need what? Income. So you didn't deem yourself as, as the best blessed country on, on the planet. So that's why folks want to come here. Because why? They want to share in the, in, the, in the wealth too. They want to share in the income too. So if it's, so if it's, so if it's placing eight of those members, right? Ain't nothing personal. Ain't nothing personal. We broke. We broke. And we need money to survive. So again, we need to understand 
We have no allies here. There are no, there ain't no black and brown allies here. You know, there's no black, black on black allies here. Everybody come here, right, to elevate themselves financially. That's the primary reason they come. So if it means that placing you through a affirmative action, so be it. You know, being a call, being a call a minority, so be it. So be it. They come in for the finances. And so you gotta look up for yourself. We have to look out for ourselves. The first thing you need to understand, you must understand your kids have to understand the importance of labor. Education means more than just, just, just learn how to read and write. How are you going to take care of yourself? Doing what? What's going to be your skill base? How much does how much it live? How much does it cost to be comfortable in Boston? I read a report about a year ago. It said for a family of four, you need to earn $137,000. $137,000 you need to earn for a family of four. Well, according to the, to, the, to the 2015 report by the Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, the median wealth for American-born blacks in the city of Boston was $8. $8. Well, guess what? It's a long way from $137. And it comes back to what? Skills. At the end of the day, it comes back to your skill base. And this pandemic has proven at least to me, who got who got hurt the most? Those on the low end of the, of like the, of like the income scale. Katrina proved it also. Those who got hurt the most down there on the low end of the income scale. And so, if you don't understand by the pandemic, why you must be about you must be about upgrading your skills. But then you know, hey, what can I say? You don't mind being down there. But if you don't, like I had to take some time to go back and reinvent myself by getting skilled, yeah, I had to work two two low paying jobs, you know, and I, and, I'm, and I'm happy that I had the jobs. Why I had to take care of my wife and my daughter. I got a problem with that, but I knew I wasn't staying. I knew I wasn't gonna stop. I wasn't staying down here. But you still need legal income to what take care of your family, right? While you are pursuing higher skills. So again, the pandemic did not, did not show you why you got to be about upgrading your skills. What can I say? But you should want to show your, your kids something. You should want to show them a better life or your wife a better life. And that better life consists of a certain level of wealth. You have to have that in the city of Boston or in each town whereby you can decide where you live at. You can decide what school your kids go to. When you got wealth, you, you can do that. For example, why would anybody want to stay in a so-called toxic, high-crime area if they, had, if they had the wealth to get out? Why would you want to subject your kids to being bullied, intimidated, or jacked up? You got the means to get out. Why would the folks, they always use the South Side of Chicago and Baltimore, if they had the means to get out? When they get out, I think so. If the means to get out, they'd get out. Why do anybody want to keep their kid in BPS? Boston Public School, it had the means to get out. Come on now. Labor, high-income skills go hand-in-hand. What it does, it gives you option. Option. Voting does nothing. 
It don't pay your bills. It don't pay your car note, your rent. It don't allow you to send your kid to school of your choice or move to the town of your choice. Don't do that. And all those immigrants who come in here, they're not coming here to vote. That's the last thing on their mind is voting. They're broke. But the difference between us and them, we the only group, the only group that was disadvantaged, right? By laws. Disenfranchised by laws. Our government did not cause them to be impoverished or destituted or broke. But we was never compensated for the harm that was done to us through these laws. And we stopped fighting after the king was murdered. We went on this here, you know, from a ration kick. A few folks went to Harvard, Yale. Some got jobs and never got with the city or the state. Police fire, you know, some went to corporate America. And the cohesion that kept us together, that kept us together when we were segregated, right? We lost that cohesion. Because why? Some did better. And rightfully so, they wanted out. Now they had the means to get out. They left. And so you got a lot of folks in these, in these cities, right, who would leave if they could. But the wealth ain't there. And that's why they show apathy towards politics, a politician. Because they come with the same old promise. You ready? Here it come. We got to educate our children. They are future. Number two. Good job, everybody. Good job to everybody. Number three. We need affordable housing for everybody. Right? You know you're lying. And we never say, well, gee, when is it going to get here? When is it going to get here? We've been waiting a long time to be included as a citizen with all the perks and benefits of whiteness. When is it going to come out? When is it going to come down to us? When is it going to trickle down? The bar phrase by Ronald Reagan. When is it going to trickle down? And so now, we have this, this law called Build Back Better. Build Back Better. Nowhere in the dialogue are they saying how much of the billions are black Americans going to get. How many contracts will we get, we get, we get contracts so, so you can hire yourself and, and also our people? Nowhere. Build Back Better. Well, you know ain't nothing coming down to you. You know that. Why is that, Larry? In the city, we spend $2 billion, $2 billion a year with outside contract. $2 billion a year versus zero comes to black contractors. The state spends over $4 billion a year. Less than $10 million came to black contractors. So with Build Back Better, it's probably going to be hundreds of billions of dollars. We probably won't, we probably won't get no penny. We probably won't get anything out of that deal. But it sounds good. And our black politicians up there, up there just clapping, like being at, like being at a circus. Because nobody's fighting for us. So until the day comes where there is an or, or, organization that caters to us from the grassroots up, going to fight for us, you must understand the importance of labor. Because politics is not an option, baby. It's not an option. And we should have never, ever walked down that road 
I believe, trying to be citizens or fighting for equality. We've been fighting for a long time. Ain't you tired? Ain't you tired for fighting something that should have been yours from birth? So the only option I see for us and for for our children is to make sure that we're highly skilled, that we can make sure we get a share of the wealth that's needed to provide that service or produce that product, whereby we can be comfortable and leave something, an inheritance to the next generation. Because politics is not going to do it, baby. I'm sorry to say that. Because, again, to my group, Ados, we've given the most to this country. Always got to make the least. Fought in every war she ever had. Got nothing. Been the most loyal and devoted of all the groups here. Got nothing. And so now, we're still marching down the same road in the same language. We got to vote. But voter suppression. We need representation. We need folks of color there. Well, you got that there. And you nothing. So I just come to the conclusion, you know, from my reading and understanding, I think we went down the wrong road. I think we should have tried to become a nation within a nation. Had agreements with, with, with the government. They would, they, they, they would provide provision for us as they do with Native Americans. And left well enough alone. Because America is going to always be a country based on race. White supremacy is about race. Always has been, always will be. And we have been ostracized because of our color. It is, it is what it is. And so, having sufficient wealth does not exempt you completely from racism. It doesn't. Let's just say it makes it more bearable. You can choose where you live. You can choose what you do. You can choose if your kids go to these schools that are not performing. You can choose that. It gives you option. And until we start to recognize that and realize that, you're going to hear the same old nonsense. We gotta educate our children. They the future. Jobs, everybody. Jobs, everybody. We need affordable housing. Affordable housing. And I say to you again, neighbor, in the city of Boston, they don't make houses the folk can make in 30, 40, 50 grand a year. There's no house being made for you. Matter of fact, I was reading in the banner. It said like the medium housing cost in Boston, like six hundred, six hundred, six hundred thousand dollars. Six hundred thousand dollars. Six hundred thousand. You put down ten percent, right? It's sixty grand liquid. If you go twenty percent, that's one hundred twenty thousand. How many folks you know making thirty, forty, fifty grand got account got account of liquidity? Come on now. And then that's if you got the factor score. That's if you got a, that's if you got a, a factor score. You know. And so again, I think that we just like being lied to. We like politicians lying to us to make us feel good. Because we don't want to be real and have these conversations that are difficult. The one is, Baltimore school is never going to work. It's never going to work. Never going to function. Never. So why should my kids go there? 
We don't have those kind of those kind of conversation. Why are we we why are we, why are we being locked out of the trades? Boston booming, booming. You see very few black Americans down there making that money. Very few. But you want to provide jobs. Housing. It's over. You can't afford to be here. Most are renters. So the first thing that any sane person has to do is to really be honest with honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. You know, where you are. I had to be honest with myself 30 years ago. I had to be honest with myself. I take a good look at myself about where I was. And I had to come to the conclusion, you have to, you must upgrade your skills, Larry. Have no choice. I thank God that you gave me, you gave me discernment. And I thank God that gave me determination to get out there and do it. Because it changed my life. But also, there's over 30 folks that work at Osiris. You got 30 people there. And also, we're behind more. And also, it changed their life. But I had to be real with where I was. And being real does not mean throwing in the towel. Does not being, you know, being this gruntle or being mean-spirited. It means simply, I'm going to change my faith. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to change where I'm living. I'm going to provide opportunities for my wife, my, my, my kids, and myself. I'm going to be able to pick and choose where I live. And politics, baby, is not going to get you there. Not for us. Too late for that. We went down the wrong road. Wrong road. So I hope I left you with something to think about in these closing minutes. And again, not trying to disparage anybody. Not against nobody. Have no axe to grind against nobody. But nobody needs more attention than my group. Adolf, American Center of Slavery. We can tell you with our own term. That's what we used to distinguish us from these other groups. Because nobody comes here to fight racism with us. Nobody comes here to join be, be allies. Just us, baby. Just us. You can come to your own conclusion. Just us. So again, these closing minutes, I hope you had a great Christmas, great holiday. Hope you didn't go 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 go, go into debt too too bad, you know. And hope that you are well, you know. And just, just think of what I said, you know. You have to, you know, upgrade your skills. And if you if you were if you were I was thirty years ago, you know, it's not uh just daunting, you know, it's not you know, difficult. You got to depict what you want to get into, find out what what skills you need, and get an idea and make it happen. So, boy, what about you can demand top dollar for your labor? It's not daunting, but to stay where you are, well, let's just say it got to be a better way. Got to be a better way than that. So, again, but one thing I've come to realize: they can holler, voter, voter, voting, 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 all they want to. Ain't gonna do nothing for us. And politics is no longer an option for us. That's my belief. You come to your own conclusion. It ain't, ain't working for us. So again, I'm your host, I'm your host Larry Higginbottom. <clears throat> You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of the name, name of the hour is called Observation Trenches. Observation Trenches. I'm just speaking about what I see. What I've seen in the last 20 years out here. I've seen laws made on high. Who it affects down in the trenches? Huh. Ain't doing well. Most of our folks that you know are not doing well. Why? They are our relatives. What we see firsthand, they're not doing well. 
So again, we need to rethink our position here because it's not working. Never have, never will. And a sane person look at itself with real eyes. They're not jaded. They're not looking at through 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 through, through wine colored glasses. They see it for what it is. It's just that simple. So I'm gonna keep speaking about what I see and trying to encourage you to better yourself. Because America's a great country. We live in a great country. We have when you have sufficient wealth to be comfortable, it's a great place to be. It truly truly is. And unfortunately, most of our folks are not there. Because it comes back to their labor. Their labor is just insufficient. And the pandemic proved that without a doubt. Most folks didn't do well. They, they, they didn't do well before the pandemic. You can't do well on 50 bucks an hour, not 20 bucks an hour now. 20 bucks an hour is now the new, new minimum wage, 20 bucks an hour, 25 bucks an hour. You know, you're not going to do well on that. So I hope that you have listened with open eyes, open mind, and just realize, you know, this is not a gloom and doom hour. I want to inspire and encourage you that you can make your life better, that you can have a better life for yourself. And that awaits you. But you have to understand the importance of skills. This country runs on skills. Capital chases labor to produce products and services. So you can only demand a larger share of that if you have high income skills. So until next Wednesday, be blessed, take care, and we'll talk later. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.